This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Good Thursday afternoon. Thanks a lot for spending a bit of time with us today. Of course, it is a topic we love to talk about. Uh, You've heard the saying, there's an app for that. For years, politicians have believed there's a tax for that, Uh whether it be a goods and services tax, liquor tax, or the newest carbon tax. Do taxes change our behavior or just simply bring in more money for the government to spend? Terrence Corcoran is a National Post columnist, joins us today. Hello, Terrence. Hi, how are you? I'm well, and we we love to talk about taxes. We sure don't like paying taxes. But I, I liked your column recently in the Financial Post focusing on really what taxes are supposed to do and why they aren't working. Initially, whenever we hear about a tax, it seems, politicians say, well, this is our way of changing your behavior, and especially we've got our carbon tax now in Alberta. That's sort of what they try to sell us on, isn't it? Right. Well, it's a very common um, method of operation, Uh, not just uh, carbon taxes. We've got tobacco taxes. The World Health Organization wants to impose a sugar tax. They like a tax on salt. Uh, Bill Gates was out the other day proposing a tax on robots. That's so that robots won't take away our jobs. So if we tax them, we'll prevent them from being applied as quickly as they might otherwise be. And you could use the money to do some good stuff for people who are losing their jobs. There's an endless stream of these kinds of proposals. You could name any kind of activity that you don't like, and you could say, well, let's put a tax on it, which is what they propose. And we often hear the argument that we want to change your behavior, especially with the carbon tax. If you're taxed on this, maybe you're going to use less gas or whatever it is and have a smaller carbon footprint. Does that actually work? Well, I mean, obviously it would work to some degree depending on the price or the tax, as it were. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, If you put a $100 tax on carbon and you double the price of gasoline, you're going to have a significant effect or it's hard to say exactly what the effect would be because people will still have to drive, will still have to use fossil fuels for a lot of uh, useful things, including a multitude of products that are made out of fossil fuel uh, production, oil, oil and gas. Um, but it's hard to say what the degree of change in behavior will be. Uh, If you put a very high price on something, you're going to get a change in behavior, whether you will reduce the use of it, but to the extent that the the politicians claim is another matter altogether. You know, they propose there's their, their, the WHO's plan for a tax on sugar was to put a price increase of around 20 percent. And now, you know, if you raise the price of a soft drink by 20 cents or something, is that going to change behavior? I don't think so. You'd have to quadruple the price of a soft drink to really get people to stop buying the things. Whatever the sugar content is you're trying to control. In your column, and you've got to maybe go slow with this, but the whole idea behind taxes when you talk about in economics, can can you kind of break it down for me how this is supposed to work? Well, the idea is, uh, economists came up uh, some uh, decades ago uh, with this problem that they identified as an externality. So that when we do something like drive a car around, uh, the emissions from the car produce uh, an externality that could be smog, that could be uh, the, the carbon emissions that cause climate change, 
uh, and there would be other things, but that would be a classic example. And the idea is the way to fix the externality is to put a price on it. That's the economic theory uh, developed some time ago, but it's become a, uh, and there's a certain logic to it. Although, you know, the major reductions in pollution that we have had over over the last uh, 50 years, and automobile pollution is now not quite zero, but it is practically zero compared to what it used to be. All of that was achieved by way of regulation. Uh, we regulated NOxes, we put catalytic converters on, and engines have improved. A whole bunch of things have happened without putting a price on whatever it was we were trying to, to, to control. But economists stick to the theory. Uh, and I think it's um, it's a failure of economic theory to have this uh, idea continue to exist and continue to drive uh, sort of policy making over a whole range of of, of areas of the economy, from uh, from the food industry to healthcare to uh, to uh, industrial activity. Putting a price on something does not solve a problem. Well, and I want to go to the uh, tobacco tax because, of course, we know that governments keep hiking tobacco taxes and they're saying right. it's to discourage uh, tobacco use and it also then in the end helps pay for some of those health care costs. However, I think we've seen a shift in tobacco use more because of awareness and education than we have because of the tax. I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree with you 100%. And not only just awareness and education, but they, there are a lot of regulations. I mean, you, you can't smoke anywhere, practically. Right. At least, depending on where you live, it varies. If you live in Las Vegas, you can smoke anywhere. Uh, if you live in uh, Toronto or uh, Vancouver or Calgary, you practically can't smoke uh, unless you do it at home in your basement. Uh, now, the, all of that has had an effect, uh, plus the whole, as you say, the awareness that if you smoke a lot, it's bad for you. But still, I think it's, uh, what, uh, 4 million Canadians still smoke? Uh, even though the price of a, I discovered this a, a couple of uh, weeks ago, the price of a carton of cigarettes, I used to be a smoker and that's why it's so shocking to me, is now $92 in in uh, Toronto. But people are still paying for that, right? I mean, people, people still pay for it for a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, economists say, well, this, these are reasons that uh, these are internalities as opposed to externalities that uh, the government uh, should be uh, protecting uh, individuals from their own inability to make decisions that are in their own best interest. But, you know, a lot of people like to smoke. Maybe they shouldn't. Probably they shouldn't. Although there are a lot of people, uh, you know, the incidence of lung cancer is still pretty high, even though the number of people smoking has gone down. So there, there are a lot of complicated issues, and I don't think the price... Uh, using the price system, or the, which is what this is claimed to be, it's in position of a tax, and Lord knows governments have made a lot of money off of tobacco over the years, uh, uh, is not the way to, is not the way to go. But having people do the right thing, there are all kinds of things that people do that they want to do, and there are other ways of eliminating problems than simply turning around and imposing a tax. Terence, does any tax make sense? <laughs> Well, now, now, now you're going <laughs> to. Well, we need certain kinds of we taxes. Do. I mean, the, you know, the, the the best general kind of tax 
in, in economic theory anyways, is the tax on consumption tax, mm-hmm. type of tax that Albertans don't like, um, which is a sales tax or uh, HSTs, that kind of tax. That is, the, in, in many respects, the best kind of tax because it's, it's paid generally across the board, doesn't, is not, does not distort the economy as badly as other taxes do. Uh, and a certain low level of income tax uh, that's um, that doesn't um, uh, drive people to do crazy things with their investments or to divert money away from uh, uh, doing things that it would otherwise do. You know, if you have a high income tax rate, you're going to scare people away from uh, or take money from, that they might otherwise be investing in productive uh, activities. Um, so levels of taxation at moderate levels, at mo- moderate rates, are necessary if, if we've got a mixed economy, which we have. Uh, but the, the 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 use of the tax system to manipulate people's behavior is a whole different kettle of fish, and I think that's a problem. And I think that's great because it's the it's the taxes that politicians think will solve problems that don't work. That's right. Terrence, thanks for starting the conversation for us. No trouble. Good to talk to you. Terrence Corcoran, he is a National Post columnist. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.